Hey everyone, this is Jared of the Synautical Podcast. If you're into holistic health, philosophy, and spirituality, come check out and listen to my podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and elsewhere. In this episode, I'm speaking to Elise and Dan of Momentum Strength and Wellness about their seven daily habits and focusing specifically on their first daily habit, which is breathing properly. More information about all their seven daily habits will be in the podcast description as well as details about their app and other services from Momentum Strength and Wellness. Let's begin the conversation. So welcome back, Elise and Dan. Thank you. Thank you for having us again. We're really excited to be here. Yes. And you guys are excellent guests because you're so knowledgeable about nutrition and exercise. Uh, we try to be. <laughs> it's it's especially the holistic lifelong aspect of it. Yes, yeah, it's something we've adapted and just it it, it connects and we feel so passionately about that. So we, we appreciate you for all you do as well. <laughs> oh, thank you. So uh, the last time we had a conversation, we spoke about fitness misconceptions, and you both enlightened listeners on how to recognize those misconceptions and ways to make progress towards sustainable exercise and nutrition practices. And the first time we did a podcast, uh, we mentioned momentum, strength, and wellness's seven daily habits. So today we're gonna finally briefly uh, touch each habit and focus on just the first habit, which is to breathe. So in sum, what are the seven uh, daily habits? Yeah, so let's say like off the bat, like what the seven daily habits is, is kind of like the foundation of our coaching principles. And like, like you mentioned before, the holistic um, health and sort of the idea of living a holistic life. And I think that we develop these seven daily habits because they are so integral in our development and growth throughout our health and wellness journey, that it's something that we coach people on because a lot of them, people are probably doing but they're either doing them incorrectly or doing them unconsciously. So we want to bring light to all of the aspects of the seven, you know, daily habits because they're integral in anybody's life. So, yeah. So for the most part, these are things that people are either doing every day or should be doing every day. And, you know, the the idea with our coaching is to optimize these. Yeah. So the seven are breathe, eat real food, sleep, Mm -hmm. walk, having a mindfulness or meditation practice, move your body, go outside and connect to nature. So those are the seven. Yeah. And those are all awesome habits. I love going outside and trying to meditate and all the rest. (laughs) (laughs) They're all good habits. They're, yeah, they're habits. And and that's exactly it. It's, it's something that does need practice and kind of a routine to get into it. But once you get that um, kind of routine going and implement them into your life, it becomes a habit, you know, it becomes something that you do in your flow state in your, you know, everyday life. That's, that's why we call them the habits because they are a habit. Your your life is going to be the accumulation of the things you do every day. I think people always want to look to like the big moments and the big accomplishments, but it's really the the day in, like the grind, like day in, day out, the things you're doing. So like, if you're, if you're breathing poorly, if you're walking poorly, if you're just not going outside, you're going to be disconnected from nature. You're going to be 
you know, setting yourself up for disease and for struggle. Yeah. So for today, we're going to focus on the first habit, which is to breathe. Can you explain the importance of breathing properly? Absolutely. And I think we, it's so simplistic when you say (laughs) breathe or take a breath, but Mm -hmm. we almost take it for granted. You know, Dan always says to clients, and I guess I do too, think about you can go days, weeks, even months without eating or drinking water or drinking, but you can't go minutes without breathing. Breath is so important. Breath gives us life. Yeah, it literally is life. It's, it's the most essential. It's the most essential thing that you do. And like Elise said, a lot of people take for granted that just because they're still alive means they know how to breathe. So like we say, like, obviously the title is just to breathe, but we mean specifically to breathe well. Some of the things like most people when they're breathing poorly are breathing with their mouth. They're over breathing. So they're breathing too much, mostly because you can get so much oxygen in through your mouth. And then also people are kind of rapidly breathing. Um, People are also doing a lot of what we call chest breathing. So they're not breathing deeply. They're, they're, even if they're taking big breaths, it's staying trapped in their chest and their upper part of their lungs and not okay. getting all the way into the bottom part of the lungs. Okay. So you're speaking about more mindful breathing, correct? And breathing. Mm-hmm. No, this is, no, this is really just like, I think people have the misconception that it's mindful breathing because you almost have to get your mind set right to breathe this way everybody's we we're I'm confident that I would say more than half of the people on the earth is, are breathing incorrectly so you have to I think the misconception is you have to get yourself into the mindset to breathe this way it, it, it does take practice because we're conditioned to be mouth breathers to be chest breathers but like Dan saying we want it to come deep within our belly and we want to breathe from our nose so we, we that's what we coach people on we really we literally coach people yeah, on how, how to breathe how to breathe properly okay there is that mindful element because like we were talking about before the importance of breath and it is sort of that essence of life the breath is it's sort of like your connection to your soul, your connection to spirituality and meditation. So I understand like that thought process, but also there's so much more to it because there's so much that comes into like performance and just being able to live properly. Breathing, breathing better is going to help you access your core muscles better. It's going to help you digest better. It's going to help you handle stress better going to help you just like improve work capacity and what you're able to do in a workout or in your life so Uh I think there's the mindfulness part is definitely there but there's so much more to it and so there those are all the benefits to learning how to breathe or focus on the habit of yeah uh, breathing properly yes Yes, exactly yes Okay. And how can listeners learn how to breathe properly from through momentum, strength, and wellness? It is, it's definitely something that like, if you want to work with us as coaches, it's a big part, like, like all these, these uh, habits are. We also, another thing that I think we talked about on one of your podcasts before is that we do have a, an app and with an app subscription, the momentum, strength, and wellness app, 
there are some breathwork practices on there. So there's some box breathing. There's some uh, like pranayama breathing, which is just sort of a longer exhale. Um, and so it's like breath holds and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So again, like it's so important for building strength for yeah. your workouts. So with the app, which is the Momentum Strength and Wellness app, you can get it wherever you download apps, Android, Google, iPhone, go to the app store. It's only $9.99 a month. And there's a plethora of gosh, workouts over a yeah. year's worth of training. I think there's more than 15 programs on there. And then yes, there's guided. There's also a bunch of different breath work. So if you do like five second box breathing, yeah. six seconds, seven, so you can't pick your uh-huh. time. And then like, so when I, I keep saying box breathing, but that's just sort of equal inhale, breath hold, exhale, and then holding with no air in your lungs, which is going to help you to become more CO2 tolerant. So when you get that, when you don't have oxygen coming in, you're not panicking. So it's the same, like when you hold your breath underwater, for example, and once you start sort of like, you feel like you're running out of air and you get that panic, that's just mm-hmm. because that's your body reacting to the CO2. It's not necessarily a lack of oxygen because at that point, your, your cells are still oxy, like oxygenated at like 98%. So you're, you can probably go much longer, but if you're not CO2 tolerant, you're going to panic. So basically okay. practice to learn how to not panic. And that has so much carryover into life and into exercise. Okay. I will say one thing. Um, some people who have gym anxiety, they mm. might need to focus a bit more on breathing. Cause I've had it before where I get performance anxiety mm-hmm. because I would be doing something that's categorized as difficult. So it causes people to stare. Yeah. yeah. Every time I go to the gym, I felt like I was performing. So I would get anxiety. Mm-hmm. And so yes. I had to focus on breathing. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> I struggle a lot with anxiety. It's, it's kind of ingrained in me. My, my family, I, a lot of my family members have anxiety. I, I still have it to this day. I know how to manage it a lot better, but breathing and proper breath work was, I, I can't, describe it other than like life-changing understanding how to control my breath and have it go at an easy pace a calm pace it's it's so beneficial so it's an interesting thing that like your breath is so intimately connected to your nervous system that if you think of like you're in a scary situation so even if it's like you have something like that where it's, it's perceived fear because you don't really want to be on display and putting on a show at the gym you just want to be left alone Or actually, like, if someone came in and started chasing you, the response is very, very similar. But what's going to happen is, like, almost immediately, you're going to start, you're going to tense up, and you're going to start breathing rapidly, probably through your mouth. And it's it's like your body going into this crazy survival mode where, like, all we have to do is is live. So let's just get some oxygen in. Let's get you, like, hyper-focused. And that's a lot of those, like, symptoms of anxiety are very similar. So if you're always in a chronic state of stress, it's going to signal to your body to be in this sort of survival emergency breathing mode where you're not actually breathing properly. But what happens is everything's a two-way street. So even if you're not stressed, but you are breathing improperly, and so many of us do, you're signaling to your brain that you're in a high-stress situation. So your body's never able to recover properly from more, uh, workouts. You're not able to digest and assimilate food properly. 
you're not able to sleep properly or get, get into like the deep sleep that you need. Um, and you're just going to kind of feel stress and your, your body's not going to be able to recover and perform the way it's supposed to. Okay. So once people begin breathing properly, uh, and once they learn through uh, your app and also through your YouTube channel, because it is, it seems yeah. like for me, because I'm, I'm learning how to meditate. It seems, um, more, it seems pretty complex. Like what you said about CO2, I, right, you know, yeah. it's like, okay, there's a lot going on here. So, um, yeah. And you can also tell, like, obviously Dan was just saying it. Do you, I hope you and your listeners, I, I know you, you will, um, but see how everything's connected, right? Dan's, me, Dan's mentioning, we're talking about breathing and breath work, but that's connected to sleep and it's connected to how you move your body and it's connected to digestion and what you're eating and how properly that's going through you. It's all interconnected. Yeah. And I've recently, um, there's a book that um, I read recently and shared uh, on Instagram and Facebook, um, Master Your Core. And she does mention breath work. Uh, and yeah, so it's, yeah. it's real. And she's a Yale professor. So yeah. what you both are saying, it's a real practice that people should take on as far as yeah. a, a real priority they should take on yeah. to breathe. One of the properly. highest. Yes. We were talking about yeah. forms of breath. You're taking most people on average, you're taking about 23,000 breaths a day. So that's, that's very significant, but also if you're doing it wrong, you're reinforcing that all those negative kind of symptoms 23,000 times a day. So it's really hard to do anything else right. If you're not doing, you know, the simplest thing if you're not breathing properly. Yeah. And so how can people maintain this habit of breathing properly? Will it grow on them over time? I definitely think it will. Yes. Once you have the, the knowledge of, you know, breathing consciously through your nose in and out of your nose, you know, there's the term mouth breather for a reason. You do not want to be a mouth breather, but the majority of people are. So really just begin paying attention to your breaths throughout the day. Mm -hmm. And even like look in the mirror and see if you're walking by and your mouth is open, you know, your mouth should be closed for pretty much all day, unless you're eating or talking. Even when you go on mm -hmm. a walk, simply make sure that the breaths that you're taking are, are you know, in through your nose, out through your nose. And it's really challenging. That's how I began it. You know, once Dan had gained all his knowledge with the breath work and how to teach me, the first thing he had me do was walk with my mouth closed. And it was very challenging for me at first. I did not realize I was mouth breathing. And, but then I, I, I felt amazing. You get like a rush. You get so much clean, amazing air through your nose. That's why you have yeah. nose hairs. Yeah. That's another thing that we didn't <laughs> even touch on about the breathing is when you're breathing through your nose, your nose is there too. It's going to clean and filter the air. It's going to warm the air. It's going to attach, um, nitrous oxide to the air so that it circulates in your body better. And it just makes it so much easier to assimilate into your body and to get into your lungs and to get into your breath work, into your bloodstream, sorry. And you also, if you're breathing through your mouth and not your nose, you're not able to properly uh, access your diaphragm. Okay. So when you start looking at those deep, deep abdominals, you can't properly use them 
if you're not using your nose. So you can't, so like that affects your core, that affects all your movement. Um, okay. And doesn't it also affect your brain, like fully oxygenating your brain? Absolutely. Yeah, and that's pretty important. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. That's kind of, I would say anyone who wants to begin, you know, proper breathing, proper breath work is really just focusing on deep belly breathing. You know, mm-hmm. you, you want your stomach to expand and not take deep chest breaths. You don't want your, you know, upper body and your shoulders to tense up. You want it to be very relaxed and basically push your stomach out to the, you know, fullest that you can. And just always make sure your mouth is closed. And then once you've mastered that, or at least that feels comfortable, then you can begin to get into the longer breath holds of the pranayama and the box breathing and things like Dan was saying that did come a little later when we began breathing properly. Okay. I just tried that as you said it. (laughs) (laughs) It felt good. For that is to put put one hand on your chest and one hand right over your belly button. Try to relax as much as you can. And then as you inhale through your nose, that bottom hand that's over your belly button should move first. So it's okay if your chest expands, but it should, your belly should expand first. And then as you start to create more space, the chest will expand. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did see that in your video because I've been on your video. Okay, good. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, what have you noticed with clients who have taken on this type of breathing? I think the the biggest thing is like performance really does improve. Um, Mm -hmm. So like we were talking about before, is like having people just starting off by being conscious about it. Then I love to put clients on either a rower or have them just go for a run where you're keeping your mouth shut and you're, you know, row a thousand meters without opening your mouth can be pretty challenging and humbling, but over time it gets so much easier. You get over that like feeling of claustrophobia and like the fear you're going to suffocate. And there's Mm -hmm. a lot of carryover into just like performance and being able to handle yourself in stressful situations, you know, in the gym, which always carries over to handling stressful situations out of the gym. (laughs) Um, but I've also had, like, I had clients who had, you know, just constant runny nose and like nasal polyps that he thought was going to have forever, which cleared up with just doing that, with just doing the rowing every day and being conscious of his breath, the polyps uh, subsided and the, the constant runny nose stopped. It's so- also, in addition to breathing, it's amazing what exercise does. I always joke with my son that exercise cures everything. I know it doesn't, but (laughs) a lot of things, a lot of things. (laughs) More than people are willing to admit. Yeah. So, I mean, that's amazing that he was able to clear up uh, those nose polyps and uh, having his runny nose. Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen, like, obviously, you know, we do a lot of our coaching via um, the internet, you know, Zoom, Skype calls, FaceTimes and stuff. And, you know, Dan and I will be working with clients and he's usually the one who does the uh breath work with our clients and I'll just watch and observe because I I need to be able to see what people's demeanors are and how they're reacting and stuff and just watching after he's guiding people through breath works you can just see their demeanor completely at ease and just fall into its natural state because you can also tell when someone's very stressed or hyperactive and so once they begin that calm breath work it's you can just tell instantly and they and they they 
stop and are like, oh my, oh my gosh, I feel amazing. Like you just feel like you've got like a shot of energy, like breath is energy. <laughs> well, thank you for explaining uh, breathing, the first of your seven daily habits. I hope you both can join me again to continue down the list of your seven daily habits. Yes, we'd love to, because yeah. like we were saying, everything's interconnected and then we <laughs> kind of touch on each one. And then, you know, like we always say, everything is everything and they're all intertwined. Over the years, I've kind of learned that. And that's why even the things I'm reluctant about, like meditation, <laughs> I'm kind of starting to take on. <laughs> it yeah. takes time. Yeah. I would say that was our most challenging one too. It does, it, the meditation does take time. That's okay. <laughs> So before we end the episode, um, is Momentum Strength and Wellness offering any new exercise or nutrition programs or any um, programs that you'd just like to share with audience members? Yeah, absolutely. So for, for myself, obviously, where I'm um, the certified nutrition coach and nutritionist, I offer a 30-minute it's basically a consultation is what it is. It's called food freedom. And what I do is just help anyone who's interested in learning about their diet and nutrition and how to better it. So what I'll do is I'll jump on, you know, a 30 minute zoom call with someone and we'll go over their dietary habits and what I can do to help them improve the quality of foods that they're buying educate them on, you know, why it's important to eat organic and sustainable meats and things like that. And it's really just a consultation. I'll go in and look at, you know, what's in your refrigerator. If there's any packaged foods that you have questions on, I help you decipher labels and ingredients, which is really important. So it's a 30 minute consultation. We have a bunch of information right on the Momentum Strength and Wellness website, but it's only $87. That is a really good deal for all that information. Yeah. In it. And, yeah, and you walk away with a plethora of information. Yeah, stuff you can implement right away. Yeah, yeah. And I do it very gradually. It's nothing because what we've also figured out in the time that we've, you know, been on this health journey and coaching people, you don't want to implement things that are going to be detrimental or things that are going to change too quickly because that's when people can't sustain it. And, and keep it going. So we do everything in a very gradual sense. Okay. Everything, everything we do is based on being able to do this for the rest and of longevity, the And longevity, you know, yeah. you know. And that's the smart way to do it. One and done. You don't have to keep relearning and trying yeah. different random things. Yeah, exactly. yeah, absolutely. And then I just, we do, we have a bunch of free items available too. You know, we've got, we mentioned this before, this has been a while that it's been out, but build momentum in 25 minutes or less. So anyone who wants to begin and doesn't think they have time, it's five days of workouts, in addition to 15 meal recipes um, under 25 minutes, that's free, that's on our website. And then I just did also a free guide for smoothie recipes, 10 smoothie recipes for, you know, fruits and vegetables, all different kinds of healthy fats, no added sugars or preservatives, and they take less than 10 minutes to make. Awesome. I'll be sure to share a link to your website in the podcast description for all that. Yes. Awesome. Thank you so much. (laughs) And, uh, Dan, so are you offering any exercise programs or any new ones? So we do have um, horsepower with the, the program that you actually uh, did. Yes. So that is still, so that's available on our website for $47, a 12 week um, training program. 
And then we all, and then we mentioned the app before. There's also a lot of training programs on the app. Yeah, there's over 15 um, programs. Yeah, on so the that's app. that's 9.99 a month. And then as always, we we offer the Momentum Method coaching, where you get to work with you know both myself and Elise. So we'll handle we'll work on the nutrition, the lifestyle interventions, I guess we'll call it, as well as workouts. So that's like a full full on. If you're ready to really take that step and change your life, the Momentum Method coaching is always available. Awesome. And with both the nutrition and exercise aspect, people are getting a complete program specifically designed for them. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No one's designed the same. So the uniqueness of each person is always taken into account when we coach people. Yeah. And I found over the years, that's the best type of training there is. Yes, oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Even like, yeah, Dan and I do a lot of similar things, but we do a lot of things that are differently. I mean, I can't work out like he works out and he can't like work yeah, out like exactly. I do. <laughs> well, thank you again for joining me on this episode. We're going to have um, all the links posted within the podcast description. And Elise and Dan, I hope you can join me again to continue down the list of your seven daily habits. Thank you so much, Sylvia. You are a rock star and awesome. And we love what you do too. And we are happy to come back anytime you'd like us to. So thank you. (laughs) Oh, you're welcome. Thank you.